At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Craig Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is our number two of the Greg Peterson experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, and we've got a tremendous hour for you. As we're going to be joined by Mackenzie Kramer in about 15 minutes. He does great work at ESPN, mostly in the sets and information department, along with their show, The Daily Wager. We're going to be taking a look at what we're all getting with the Super Bowl with him. He's got a lot of great betting notes. He's going to be taking a look at some props with me. I also think that he's got a few golf picks as well. I'm not sure if he does slash does not, but I will ask, and we shall see if he's got anything on that front as well, as we've got a lot of fun coming up for this hour. In the first segment here, we're going to be taking a look at some college basketball. Relatively good slate of games for this Wednesday, so... Always a lot of fun there, and that's where we're going to be leading off after we give the credit where the credit is due. All the people behind the scenes here on the Greg Peterson Experience do absolutely amazing work. We are now on Sports Map Radio. As many of you guys know as well, that is courtesy of our good friend Taylor that you guys are hearing everything so crisp and clear. He is our audio engineer. And also, shout out to the good people at Sports Map Radio. Actually, interned over there in Houston, Texas. A few seasons or a few years ago, very, very good people. So great that we've got that coming together on that front. We've also got my wonderful producer, Jason, was mentioning it in the first segment of the show. Us taking a look at just all these coaches that were traded for and the very good track record of them. And Jason does incredible work on the show. He books all these guests and somehow, someway keeps me in line. So Always have to give him credit because he does tireless work on this show. You've got all the graphics up on Visa.com, YouTube TV, what have you. Our good friend Nick is the man in charge of that. And if you're listening to a podcast form of this, that is courtesy of our good friend Sean. And you're able to listen to every single show that we've got on Visa, whether that be this one, the Greg Peterson Experience, Follow the Money, a numbers game, Visa Final Countdown, list goes on and on. If you go to either VEASAN.com slash podcast or the VEASAN Best Bets feed. So you've got everything that you want on your phone, what have you, on your listening time. And Sean makes that all possible. So big thanks to all those guys and all of their great efforts here on the show. And now it's time to give you guys a good effort on the college basketball front. Did not get there with the Northwestern versus Iowa under. Got a little bit lucky with the Baylor versus Texas under two days ago. So... You know what? We decided, you know what? We went one out of two on those unders. We're going to 
It said go back to sides on this one, and this is a side that is not necessarily the most sexy of them. Some of you might be scratching your head, but here we go. I see an edge here with 661, 662 on the betting board. Creighton hits the road to face off against Georgetown. Georgetown's between a 13 to a 13 and a half point underdog. Your total is anywhere between 147 and a half and 148. There is a team coming into this game that has covered four straight games, and it's not the team that you'd expect. It is Georgetown, the good old Hoyas, and that's where I'm going to be going. I'm going to be taking a look at the Hoyas. As you guys know, if you've been listening to the show, I've had one betting angle with the Georgetown Hoyas, and that is whatever they do in the first half, you bet the absolute opposite in the second half, and it has been hitting all year long. But if you've been taking a look at Georgetown's most recent games, They've actually been able to be able to get out of their kids stage. The reason why I mentioned the kids stage is that typically when you buy a child a meal, if you buy them like the full size meal, they only finish half of it. So Georgetown has been ordering off the kids menu all season long. And to illustrate this, they have had a net scoring margin of zero in the first half. They have not been outscored. They have not outscored their opponents. They have been pretty much a net neutral. Meanwhile, in the second half of games, they have a scoring margin of negative 6.2. That is 350th out of 363 D1 teams. But if you take a look at their last four games, they have been outscored by seven points, a combined in those first four in the first half of those four games. So if you do the math, being outscored by between 1.7, 1.8 points per half, that if you just do the math there. Meanwhile, in the second half, same thing outscored by a grand total of seven points in the second half of their four games. So an average of about 1.7 to 1.8 points per half there as well. So they've been able to iron out a little bit. It's a Georgetown team that as well is going to have to go up against Ryan Kalkbrenner. That is relatively tough. He is seven foot one. He's able to pop threes. And ever since he has come back for Creighton, it's been a quite a bit of a different Creighton team. They've been seven and two straight up in their nine games ever since they, he has returned, and six of those wins have come by a margin by at least 15 points. So you are stepping in front of a little bit of a wrecking ball here with Creighton, but what I do notice with Creighton as well is that they've got their own split that is very concerning. They are allowing 12.1 points more per 100 possessions when they are on the road rather than when they are at home. So that is a little bit unsightly, and this Georgetown team in this most recent four-game run They've been playing some of their best offense of the season, averaging seven and a half points more per one hundred possessions than when they were having things be, well, a little bit unequal the first 18 games of the season. I do think that Georgetown is going to be able to match up quite well. And if you look at this Georgetown team, they've got talent. They've got Kudus Wahab, a cook, a cook that give you combined 14 and a half rebounds per game. Primo Spears is a good dominant scorer that's able to give you 15 and a half points per game. Brandon Murray, 14 points per game. He's able to can threes, and it's a great bunch that they don't necessarily have a lot of depth. You've got Trey Alexander, who's able to shoot north of 40% from three. He, Ryan Nemar, Kalkbrenner, I mentioned a little bit earlier. You're able to throw in there Arthur Kaluma, all these guys. They give you between about 13 and a half to 11 and a half points per game. And then you got Baylor Shireman, who's also able to give you right around eight rebounds per game. He's been pretty rock solid, but I just take a look at this side with the Georgetown Hoyas and I believe that they're starting to play some of their best basketball if you do have trepidation with them it is probably because they rank 325th in the country in terms of points a lot on a per possession basis defense has been leaving something to be desired so for that I'm also taking a look at the over I set my total at 150 and a half we've seen this tick down just a little bit it was an opener more around 148 and a half now I'm seeing it a lot of spots 147 and a half so you're able to get a little bit more value here but DK pick feels like Georgetown has finally sorted out those woes of playing only one good half. I'm going to be willing to take 13 and a half with Georgetown. That is the DK pick, and I don't think I'm going to be fading Georgetown in the second half of this one. I do think that they're starting to finally put things together on that front. So looking at Georgetown, and I'm taking a look at this total over. Now let's take a look at another Big East game because we did see some interesting injury news that did cause me to change my handicap a little bit on this one 663 664 on the betting board the x-men of xavier playoffs of providence providence is 
between a three and a half to a four point underdog. Your tallest game is anywhere between 152 and 153. I said Xavier initially as a six point favorite. That would have put me on them, but with Xavier, there was news that came out a little bit earlier on in the day that Zach Fremantle, one of their big starting forwards, he is going to be out of the fold for about a month. And this is a Xavier team that doesn't necessarily have a lot of depth. So I sent them from being a six-point favorite down to being about a three-and-a-half-point favorite. When I said at Circa, I'm seeing a four, and that is my buy point on Providence. A Providence team that has been able to cover seven out of their last nine games within the conference. And if you take a look at Zach Fremantle, he means a whole boatload for this Xavier team. He's shooting, and I'm not even kidding here, 63.6% from three-point range with 15 points, eight rebounds per contest. Now, they still have Jack Nunch down low. He's able to give you 14 points, chips in there, seven half fours, shooting 39% from three-point range, but outside of your core starting five for Xavier, you don't have anyone else that gives you north of 6.1 points per game. You don't have anyone else that gives you north of three and a half rebounds per game. This means that Jerome Hunter is going to need to step up. And I will say, Jerome Hunter has had his moments. Began his career at Indiana, was a highly touted top 75 guy, and he's been able to give the team some more contributions recently. If you take a look at everything since December 20th, so that is the last 10 games of this team, he's been able to put in there 9.5 points, 4.5 rebounds. I think he might have been dealing with a little bit of an injury or something towards the beginning part of the season. Maybe he was just in the doghouse in general, but... He's been playing significantly better recently, so I do give him a little bit of credit. He's probably going to be stepping into that starting role, but for Providence, you've got someone in Bryce Hopkins who's very versatile. He's able to give you nine rebounds, 16 points per game. So a Providence team that's playing a little bit more up-tempo this year, right around 115th in the country in terms of total possessions per game. You've got a Xavier team that they're in the top 30 in terms of total possessions per game, but where they really like is on defense. Outside the top 200 in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis, you've got a Providence team that ranked right around about 70th, 75th, somewhere in that neighborhood. You do have Sule Boom on the flip side for Xavier. He's able to put in there from three-point range at 44%, 16 points, five assists per game. You've also got Kobe Jones, one of the most underrated players in all of college basketball. He's going to be able to help out on the glass. 4.8 rebounds, five assists, 14 and a half points per game. He shoots 40% from three-point range, but I do think the Providence is going to hold up at the point of attack. And on top of that, Jared Bynum, who had really been struggling with his three-point shooting prior to the team's previous game over the weekend. He was able to get going. He was a big reason why the team was able to get the job done on the road against Villanova. He finally was able to get out of his three-point shooting funk. I think that that's going to be big for Providence. And I do think that this is a higher-scoring game. I actually sent my total up with the injury to Zach Fremantle because Fremantle does such a good job on the glass. What is going to be missed from him on offense, I think is going to be missed even more on the defensive side of things. I do think the Providence is going to be able to keep this close enough to the point where you get late game fouling. So I set my total at 155 and a half. I'm looking over. This is a total that has dropped by north of three points. And now it's a good buy point on the over, in my opinion. And when it comes to this side, set Xavier as a three and a half point favorite. Seeing some fours out there. The four is my buy point on Providence. And coming up next, something that I'm always buying. It's just great information, and we always get that from Mackenzie Kramer of ESPN. Does a great job with their sets and information department, and we're going to be looking at the Super Bowl and the very many ways to bet it with them next here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. on VSEN, the sports betting network. The big game means big plans for VSEN. VSEN will be in the middle of the action and broadcasting live from Radio Row in Phoenix with athlete and celebrity interviews and our experts breaking down the big game. You won't want to miss any of VSEN's coverage. Huddle up and watch Follow the Money, the Lombardi Line, VSEN Final Countdown, and VSEN Primetime all from Radio Row starting next week. For betting splits, expert picks, and big game props, head on over to vsin.com. That is at vsin.com, as it is a Greg Peterson experience on vsin, the Sports Betting Network. We will be holding it down here this next week for all of our coverage. When it comes to 9 to midnight, typically Radio Row just does not offer a whole heck of a lot, but someone that does offer a whole heck of a lot, Mackenzie Kramer, who does amazing work over there at ESPN in their stats and information department, along with that, does great work on their show, The Daily Wager. And Mackenzie, always great to have you aboard. Thank you. Thrilled to be on. Looking forward to talking some NFL with you, though. I kind of was enjoying that Big East conversation before the break, though, with you handicapping some of those games. So uh, we can do whatever you like, though. Absolutely. And I know that you're a Villanova graduate. And what have you, what do you make out of the Zach Fremantle injury? Because I made my handicap on that game initially six. I shaded it down to three and a half with the injury. Do you think that two and a half points is too much for Zach Fremantle? Or do you think that that's pretty spot on? That's probably pretty fair. I mean, in this spot, I, I, th- I think that both of these matchups between Xavier and Providence are going to be pretty close. I think that both these teams like to play close games with each other. And I think that Xavier's reaction is going to be a pl- play a little bit more small ball, which I'm trying to figure out you know, if that's going to affect the over the under a little bit more, I was looking at some on off splits with free with Fremantle and it looked like both their offense, uh, their offense was worse, but their defense was a little better. So I was maybe looking at the under 153 and a half as I believe what I saw. It's a little, a little bit high, especially without Fremantle. Uh, I know the Ken Palm projected about 158. So maybe that's already baked into the, 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 the uh, over under there, but I'm looking maybe at the end of that game. I saw three and a half Providence at four might be the buy point for me, which is what I heard you say before the break. So I kind of liked your handicap uh, about 10 minutes ago. Perfect. I do appreciate it. And it is going to be a very fascinating game to say the least in Providence. If you've been fading them the last few years, you probably have been having a bad time of it because it feels like every single close game goes the way of Providence. Part of it is a little bit of luck. I'm going to call what it is. But a lot of that is because Ed Cooley is a really, really good coach as well. It can be a little bit of both. And I do think that that has certainly been the case for Providence here in recent years. And what has been the case in recent years with the Super Bowl is a lot of games landing on three. Seven out of the last 20 Super Bowls, as a matter of fact, have landed on three. But no Super Bowl has landed on anything 
less than three in terms of the margin of victory, which means that this line is very significant. If it does get to that number, I don't anticipate it doing so. Right now, the Philadelphia Eagles are a point and a half favorite. Total on this game is anywhere between 49 and a half and 50. I'm not sure what your take on this game is, McKenzie, but I could see this perhaps getting back to two where it was about 24 hours ago, perhaps even at two and a half. I just don't see this line getting the three. I think what we've got right now with the Philadelphia Eagles being a very, very slight favorite is what we're going to be getting on Super Bowl Sunday. I tend to agree. And that's the elite, immediate line movement we saw in this game. It opened Pickham in most books. I mean, I know at the book that we use, Caesars, literally within 15 minutes, that line moved uh, to one, and then it was two within uh, about 45 minutes of the line opening. So they grabbed a little bit of the two with the plus mon money, more, more the money line. I saw plus 110 in the money line. So I made a really small play in the Chiefs' money line just because I thought there might be some value in the plus money. It's a little bit less now, plus 105 still. I'm still not exactly sure where I want to go to this game, but to your point, it's an extremely evenly matched game. I mean, our, our FBI model, our ESPN analytics model, uh, we ran this graphic on Monday on Daily Wager. We basically have this as a pure coin flip game. In fact, we give the Eagles a 50.02% chance to win and the Chiefs a 49.98% chance to win. It's only four hundredths of a percentage point uh, effect uh, are the difference between these two teams. And even if you look at their just their basic regular season numbers, Chiefs sixteen and three, Eagles sixteen and three. Both teams scored exactly five hundred and forty-six points. Both teams had exactly six All Pros. Like neither team trailed in the playoffs. These are two very evenly matched teams, and that's why the line's so close right now. Yep, absolutely. I do think that it is so intriguing to take a look at just what we're going to be getting in this matchup. And I think that something that needs to be highlighted is what we're going to be getting out of the two quarterbacks as well, because Jalen Hurts is still dealing with a little bit of a shoulder injury, and we haven't seen it tested overly much. He looked really good in that game against the New York Giants. No fans or butts about it, but it's not like he needed to completely rip it down the field or anything like that. And then for Patrick Mahomes, you could tell that he was hobbled by the injury to his ankle, but he is going to have two weeks to be able to heal up and, when they needed it so badly in that final drive, he was able to scramble. He was able to get that first down. I know that many people were not too pleased about the penalty that we saw with him going out of bounds, but that said, you can't touch a guy when he's out of the bounds as well, so you're able to take a look at that on both fronts. But what do you make out of the two quarterback injuries? Because I do think that it is going to be very important to gauge what we get the next 10 or so days on that front. Yeah, it's interesting. It's only the second time in the last decade we see the first-team All-Pro quarterback square off against the second-team All-Pro quarterback. And the last time it happened was the Tom Brady-Matt Ryan showdown, which was the only Super Bowl to go to overtime in that classic matchup. But like you said, both these quarterbacks are dealing with injuries. We've seen it kind of affect the past Patrick uh, Mahomes' props a little bit. Um, his prop, his average for the season is 294.5 uh, for a season-long prop. It's about 285.5 last I checked. Uh, for the Bengals game, it was 282 and a half. But the two games prior to that, before his injury, 311 and a half for the Jacksonville game, and then 324 and a half in week 18 against the Raiders. Now, that was the highest prop by any player all season. That might have been a little bit inflated because people might have speculated he would be going for the uh, single season passing yards record. So this prop might be a little low for Mahomes. It's come up a little bit since it opened. Um, I don't really have a play on that either way. Uh, the one interesting thing with this prop as well is. I saw at Caesars, his past TD prop is one and a half, which is the first time all year it's not been two and a half. Now, you have to lay minus 224 to lay the over one and a half. So it's, you know, it's more like one point, I don't even know, seven, four. I don't even know what the proper term, 1.99 maybe might be the proper terminology for that. But uh, the Mahomes prop is uh, an interesting story. And the other side, Jalen Hurts, we've seen this prop the last few starts he's made. Week 15 before the injury was 220 and a half. Then he came back in week 18, 241 and a half, 247 and a half in the next rematch against the Giants, then all the way up to 251 and a half against the 49ers. So his props been going up every single game, even though his yardage tolls have been going down. In fact, the two playoff games, 145 yards against the Giants. 121 against the the Niners. It was his highest prop all season and his lowest passing yards total. And I'm not sure if we know that much about what Jalen Hurts can provide in this game. His injury affects me a lot more than Patrick Mahomes because Mahomes showed that he can throw the ball and he can at least be a little bit mobile last week. And now he's got an extra week to prepare. Obviously, the Eagles probably have the best pass rush in the entire NFL. So 
him being mobile is even more important this week than it was last week. And it's probably the key to the game for the Chiefs, honestly. But I have a little bit of question about Hurts and his ability to throw the ball. It seems like he's willing to take some hits, like he was able to run the ball a little bit. But in terms of throwing the ball, they haven't asked him to do that much. So until he does, that's still a little bit of a question mark for me. It certainly is a bit of a question mark. And I do think that because of those question marks, it puts me on the under a little bit more in this spot. We've been seeing this total go between 49 and a half and 50. I know that where I sit right now at Circa, it opened it up at a 51. I don't think we're going to be seeing 51 again. I think that where we're at right now, 49 and a half to 50, it might, I mean, might get down to 49, but I don't think we're going to see much more than a point or so movement with regards to the total end. I do lean a little bit more towards the under just because I do feel like there's a lot of unknowns with these quarterbacks. And the one thing that I, I always take a look at with the Kansas City Chiefs and something I've been noting the last few years, it always feels like their defense completely stinks the first few weeks of the season, but it rounds into form as the season comes along. And in the playoffs, I was quite impressed by their defense. I'm willing to go under with them. I, I think that's totally fair. I mean, personally, I don't think I can get there with the with the under. I kind of lean the over in this game. Um, the, the two things for me is, while the Eagles' pass rush is so dominant, I think the Chiefs have an offensive line that can kind of hold up in that spot. I know that they abuse the 49ers' offensive line, but I think the 49ers' O-line has a few more weak points than the Chiefs do, and the Chiefs have a slightly better pass-blocking line. So I think that the Eagle, that Chiefs can do a decent job holding up against the pass rush. And if that's the case, I know how good the Eagles uh, pass defense has been all season, but if Mahomes has some time to throw, the Eagles haven't played a quarterback anywhere near Mahomes level all season. Now, obviously Mahomes is probably the best quarterback in the NFL, certainly in my opinion. So it's hard to find anybody at that level, but the Eagles certainly haven't played anybody at that level. And then the other side of the ball, the Eagles, I think that they have a massive advantage in the trenches with their offensive line against the Chiefs' defensive line. And we've seen what happens when the Eagles can run the ball, and they can put up a lot of points in a hurry. So I kind of lean the over on this one. I haven't really made a play there yet. I'm seeing some 50s pop up right now, so part of me is wondering if I can jump on the over 49.5 right now. But, of course, it's also the Super Bowl, so this line is very sharp. Like, it's not exactly like there's going to be a lot of value either way. Either way, but hey, it's the Super Bowl. You want to have a bet on it, so I'm probably going to have a bet on the over by game time, but I haven't quite pulled the trigger yet. And you probably want to be on the side of the over if you're a little bit more of a person that is going to be at a party. You don't want to be the person being like, yes, I'm so glad that they punted. I am more than willing to be that person, but that said, I don't know if there's overly many people that might want to be, but we always do want to be getting the insights of Mackenzie Kramer. I know that he's got a few picks when it comes to golf and college basketball, and we're going to tie a little bit of a bow around our Super Bowl conversation with him next here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Next weekend will be the last weekend of the football season at Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be because you can win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this football season. Place a $10 or more wager and you're going to be able to get a square on the house. If your numbers match up on the or if your numbers match up with the final score of the game, you're going to win restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligibility bonuses, credit card or credit use, and full tr- terms and conditions are available at bedrooms.com squares. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Bank Network. Being rejoined now by Mackenzie Kramer, does great work over at ESPN in their stats and information department, along with the show, The Daily Wager, and Mackenzie we're going to be getting more diverse props coming out within the next week. You get books coming out with crazy multi-sport props. I still remember there was one a few years ago in terms of like the amount of players from the Houston Astros. This was at the heat of their scandal and them having all the discipline from that. Them getting bean versus like, I think receptions for some team or something like that. So you get some really crazy ones out there. We've got more of the general ones right now, but do you have any sort of a lean on a prop or two right now for the Super Bowl? Well, my, my favorite types of those props used to be when I would get uh, 
anything in the Super Bowl compared to the over-under in a Virginia basketball game. Because oh, yes. whatever the Super Bowl prop was, it would be – I think Virginia played Pitt one time on a Saturday or Sunday. I believe the winner scored 40-something points, if I recall correctly. That was an easy winner. But I haven't had too much of a time to dive that deeply into the props in terms of actually betting them. Um, I dove into some some trends for our, uh, for our Trends and Nuggets article, which is being posted tomorrow on our ESPN uh, sports betting site. But – you know, I mentioned a couple with Holmes and, and uh, with Hertz and Mahomes before the break. Um, Miles Sanders is an interesting one. His prop has kind of been a roller coaster, roller coaster over the past few weeks. And the season average is 65. Week 17, it was as high as 77 and a half, but went under a couple weeks ago. Was that a 50 and a half last week and 42 yards? They should have had a lot more, but they kind of just took their, their foot completely off the gas in the second half. The 57 and a half this week. I wonder if them splitting time with Gainwell, that maybe that looked that could be an underplay. But again, I haven't dove into that that deeply. A couple other props I looked at in terms of trends. Uh, Travis Kelsey's got over his reception prop five in the last six games. A.J. Brown, his props, 71 and a half receiving yards. Third straight game at Caesars has been exactly 71 and a half. But in his last two games, the playoff games, total of 50 receiving yards. Prior to that, he had gone over in his last four regular season games. And there's Devontae Smith, who also went under his receiving yards prop in both playoff games, mostly because, like we said before the break, Jalen Hurts hasn't been throwing the ball. I mean, he's averaging less than 200 yards a game. But Smith also ended the year really hot going over in his final six regular season games. Uh, Smith's prop is a little bit deflated uh, compared to a season average. It's about seven yards lower than the season average. Brown's about 10 yards lower than his receiving yards average this year. It's right in line in in terms of what his uh, prop average is this year, 70 and a half to 71 and a half. Devontae Smith's about six yards higher than his average prop this year. So I haven't really dug into the in ter- terms of a lean for what I'm actually going to bet on there, but I was I was diving into some notes like that for our ESPN.com column, which is coming out tomorrow. Absolutely. And it's going to be interesting to see what we get in terms of prop market as well and how some of these numbers move. And I always say this, you do want to be shopping around accordingly on these props. In terms of the side in total, you're not going to find a lot of variance. You might find perhaps like a one and a half pop up when a lot of the market might be two and vice versa with the move. Now it would be more like a stray two when you've got a lot of one and a half that happens. You get a half a point with regards to these props, the difference between getting like 52 rushing yards and 47 rushing yards. You can very easily find that with a lot of these props. So that is worth pointing out. I want to point out as well, the fact that, you do a great job with much more than just football. You've been joining me week in and week out, taking a look at the NFL slate, but I know that you've got a little bit in terms of golf. We'll try to hit some college basketball if we've got time, but take me through what you're liking in terms of the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. That is going to be getting going within about 48 or so hours. I know that there's a few long shots that you'd like on the board. I mean, this has always been an event where you either look at the very top of the board or you dig deep for some of these long shots like the Vaughn Taylors, like the Ted Potter Juniors of the world. We've seen some massive long shots hit here. Last year, I was on Tom Hoagie at 66 to one. So I'm trying to hit back-to-back winners there. I looked at the top of the board. I like Hovland. I like um, Matthew Fitzpatrick. I couldn't quite pull the trigger on either one of them. Seamus Power was as high on the board as I got. He's 20 to one right now. I got him at 22 to one. He was 25 to one, even 28 to one earlier in the week. But I really like to get him on short courses. And he's won twice in the last year and a half. This guy's a winner who, who's been really good in terms of every single stroke game category. Uh, and, and he's coming off a really good performance in Dubai with his irons, with his iron play, where his approach game was one of the best he's had uh, in a little while. So I like Seamus Power at 20 to one, 22 to one range. And then a bunch of long shots. I just kind of peppered the 60 to 100 range with a bunch of guys I like. Brendan Todd, a guy with good course history here, uh, have some great course history when he had a, he, he went away for about three years when he was just a terrible golfer. So his course history numbers are a little bit skewed by that, but it's 68 to one, which is what I got him at. I thought that was a pretty strong bet for a guy who's good in his approach game, good in his wedges, which is what you want here. And a good putter. Will Gordon is another guy that played really well here last year or last time he was here two years ago. I think that his number is a little bit deflated around the 70 to one range. Um, and golf this week too is, a lot of these golfers in the 40 to 100 range, kind of like we just talked about the prop market, you can find Will Gordon 70 to one some places, 40 to one other places. You really need to shop around with golf. And this is a, another perfect week for that. Another guy you got to shop around for, Eric Van Ruyen, came in sixth at the American Express two weeks ago. And 80 to one is a pretty long number for a guy that has his pedigree that was in the 
the next cup playoffs and playing really well just two years ago, dealt with some injuries last year. But if the Amex performance is something to be uh, relied upon, he might be back in 81 is a pretty long number on him. Troy Merritt, another guy with really good course history here. His irons have been okay recently, but 95 to one is a really long number for a guy with his course history. Eric Higo is a is a bomb at like at 130 to one. He's been super inconsistent recently, but he has had a couple of, of really low rounds recently. He hasn't put four rounds together much, but he did, did just get a new swing coach. So I'm try, I'm hoping that uh, that can help uh, uh, push him over the total. He he did win an event. Uh, once before on the PGA Tour, so he has experience winning. And another guy who's got experience winning, I caught as low as 180 to one, former Masters champion, Danny Willett. I think that this is a really nice course for him. He came tied for 12th here at the US Open in 2012. I know he, he dealt with a shoulder injury toward the end of fall. But before that, he was playing some really good golf, came at the runner up at the Fortinet, came back uh, uh, two weeks ago, didn't play great, but he showed that he's healthy by playing again this week. And I think 181 to one was enough for me to, to pull the trigger on that. So a couple of my long shots and uh, Seamus Power at the top of the board for me at Pebble Beach. I like it. Being able to get a former's ma- former Masters champion at north of 150 to one, that's some good value there. And it is such an interesting event as well. Pebble Beach, one of the most, in my opinion, unique courses in all of America, one of the most beautiful courses in all of America. So we're going to have a fun time there. It's going to be a good event, and this is also going to be a good event. I know that you do some college basketball, and we've got a mutual play on this one. Pittsburgh versus North Carolina. North Carolina opened up at 8.5-point favorite, where I said at Circa, You've got a little bit of an outlier number of a nine with your total between 146 and 146 half. This just feels like too lofty of a number on North Carolina. They look to be getting back into form a little bit more, but this Pittsburgh team has honestly been really good. And if they can continue to put some wins together, they might be in the conversation for the NCAA tournament. I like the way their backcourt has been playing. North Carolina, as is tradition with them, not playing a lot of defense. Last time these two teams played, Pittsburgh won outright. I think North Carolina gets their revenge, but to the tune of north of nine points, I don't think so. Not only last time they played the upset then, but last year they met at Chapel Hill and Pitt pulled off a massive upset against North Carolina. It was their last win of the season, and Carolina went on a big run after that. But still, I, I think eight and a half, like you said, too many points here. Nine at Circa, I think it would be uh, logging in my Circa app as soon as this call's over to put a little bit more on them because I like that nine number. But I think this Pitt team has been really feisty all year. They got blown out a couple times early in the year. They're searching for their identity, which they thought they're going to be built around John Hugley. He, he's been out for basically the season now. He, he basically left the team for this year. And I think that they've had an identity. They've been playing really well of late. Uh, they're 13 and four in their last 17 games. Haven't really been, been in every single game. Another loss they've been blown out in. And I think Carolina, I don't trust them to put these teams away. Not to mention one angle that I've liked to take over the years is fading North Carolina and Duke before they play each other. And they play each other on Saturday on ESPN. That that trend has typically led itself more to the Duke side. I believe Duke's like one in 10 against the spread their last 11 games for playing North Carolina. We saw them struggle against Wake Forest tonight, uh, barely barely winning that game by two points. So I like Pitt. I think that's a big number, eight and a half points. I was a little surprised it was that high. I think it should be around six and a half or seven. So I see a little bit of value there. Yep. This has been a put up or shut up year for Jeff Capel and, I'll say, as of right now, they've actually been putting up a little bit for Pittsburgh. It's always nice to see, but not as nice as it is to see you joining me every week. Mackenzie, you do amazing work over there at ESPN. Always appreciate the time. Thank you. I appreciate your Creighton Georgetown handicap a couple segments ago. I loved what you were saying about just whatever Georgetown does in the first half, take the opposite in the second half. I like Creighton this week laying the points. So if they're up big early, then maybe I'll come back the other way on Georgetown. Absolutely, and that's been one of the most profitable live betting angles I've ever been able to find. Just whatever Georgetown does in the first half, take the opposite, and we're going to try to find more of those angles on the college basketball board for Wednesday as we take a look at some uh, Big Ten action next here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If you are looking for a betting edge on football's biggest game, then the VSIN experts, that's where you want to go because we've got you covered by becoming a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. You're able to get access to all of our daily recaps of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. You also get on top of that tools like betting splits. I'll let you see where the money and the bets are moving on every single game. VSIN betting guides for all the biggest games of the season where experts break down brackets, bets, bets, all the big game props. And on top of that, you get deep dive betting reports. Do not miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VSIN.com slash subscribe to sign up for just $9.99 and become a part of the Sports Betting Network. That is at VSIN.com slash subscribe. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Something else that you get with that, by the way. If you go to VSIN.com slash picks as well, you're able to get this as well. All the picks made by show hosts, guests. I post them up for college basketball whenever we have a guest on and they give out some picks. That gets logged right there as well. So you do want to be taking note. And Mackenzie Kramer gave out a few in the last segment as well. Big thanks to him for joining me. does great work over at ESPN. He does work with the show The Daily Wager. On top of that, their sets and information department. We were talking a little college basketball with him in the last segment. Took a look at that Pittsburgh versus North Carolina game. Now let's shift gears and go to the Big Ten because there is a rather lofty favorite on the board that I'm going to be willing to lay with. This is 705-706 on the bank board. Rutgers, they're going to be playing us in Minnesota. Minnesota is a 14-point underdog. And your total on this game, it is 125.5 with Minnesota. I said them as a pretty lofty underdog here because they are currently banged up and they're going up against a Rutgers team that... They just completely hold you down when they're at home. I set Rutgers as 16-point favorite, so I'd be willing to lay up to 15.5, and, and this is a number that it did open up more around 15 or so. So we've seen this come down, and I'm not quite sure why. This is a Minnesota team that they're dealing with a lot of injuries. I do like what they're able to get out of Taylon Cooper in the backcourt. He's been able to do a nice job, gives you a block, a steal, about 10 points. He chips in there six assists and does shoot it quite well from three-point range. That said, the only other piece that you've really got is someone like a um, James Battle who's been able to give you 13 points per contest. Dawson Garcia, he is going to be a game-time decision, and if he does play, he's probably going to be much less than 100%. He's dealing with a foot issue. This is the top score for Minnesota. Someone who had 6'11", is able to pop three, so my expectation is he's probably not going to play in this game personally. I say this once again with... Zero inside information. It's just a little bit of a gut feel on that one. And just reading reports on Twitter. So there is that aspect of it. But right now, it's not going well for Minnesota. And even if they do have Dawson Garcia in the fold, they don't have any depth whatsoever. I think that another one of their big men in Triton Thomas, he's dealing with a broken nose as well now. So 
plus it's savory, and you've got a Rutgers team in which the wreck is just a house of horrors for just everyone in the Big Ten. I recognize that Iowa was able to go in there and win and give Iowa credit where credit is due. They're playing really well on offense, but it's a Rutgers team that turns points a lot on a per-possession basis. They are the number three team in all of college basketball, and they're only allowing a half a point more per 100 possessions at home than Tennessee is at home. And Tennessee is by far the best defense in all of college basketball. It's a big, giant swing. When Rutgers is at home versus on the road, at home, they're giving up 29.3 points per 100 possessions fewer than on the road. That is a massive swing. I can't remember ever seeing a team this deep into the season having that big of a home and road split. You've got Rutgers, a team that is able to generate a bunch of seals. You've got Cam Spencer, who has been able to do a great job of that with right around two and a half seals. He's able to shoot over 90% the free throw line, 40% for three, double-figure score. Paul Mouke is able to give you right around two seals. He gives out 4.8 assists to 1.8 turnovers per game. Cliff Amarui, a double-double machine that's able to give you two blocks per contest. Rutgers has all the goods here. You got a Minnesota team that's right now shorthanded. Even if you do have Dawson Garcia in the fold, they're going to be shorthanded. They don't have a lot of talent in general when it comes to their scoring. I did set this total at 126. I do believe that there's going to be some negative regression with regards to this Rutgers defense. When you see that big of a split, you do want to be raising a few questions. But that's it. Not like I think that we're going to be seeing any sort of a fireball performance here from Minnesota on offense. I set my total at a 126. So here, more around about a 125, 125 and a half. I'm going to be willing to go over in this spot. And with Rutgers, made them a 16-point favorite. They've been dominant on offense since they, or they've been dominant at home over the last few seasons. And I do think that they're going to be able to continue that here. So I'm going to be willing to lay the number to go along with this total over. Now let's take a look at a game that has seen a rather big line move. This was a line of nine, and it's now become six after seven. As we go 709, 710 on the betting board, Marquette is going to be playing us at Villanova. Villanova opened up as that nine-point underdog. This is now down to at DraftKings 7 with a total between 143 and a half and 145. And there's a big reason why we have been seeing this line movement. Cam Jones, who is the top scorer for Marquette, it looks like he is going to be out of the fold for this game. We could see something to where he is able to play in this game, but it's leaning towards him not being able to play in this game. So that is something of note. With that said, even with Marquette dealing with those injuries, I do like them in this spot just because they go up against a Villanova team that's ranked 225th in the country. It turns points a lot on a per-possession basis. It has been not so savory for them, to say the least. And you've got a Marquette team that they still shoot as a collective about 36% from three-point range. And Cam Jones, by the way, his exact issue is a hip issue. Sean Jones also deal with a little bit of a wrist injury. That's not really of significant. I will call that what it is. And then you take a look at the flip side for Villanova, and they've really got a big three right now. Cam Whitmore, Eric Dixon, along with Caleb Daniels, all three of these guys have been able to combine for in that neighborhood about 42 or so points per contest. You got a Villanova team as a whole. They're shooting in the mid-30s from three-part range, and all three of these guys do a good job of hitting the glass. But for Marquette, also Ogudero is going to be the most versatile player in this game. He's the lone player for Marquette that gives you north of five and a half rebounds per game, but he also gives you a steal, 1.8 blocks per contest, shoots over 40% from three while being a double-figure scorer. He has been tremendous for this team, and one player that is not going to be questionable, that would be Tyler Kolick. Tyler Kolick in the top three nationally in terms of assists per game, does a rock-solid job on that front, shoots nearly 40% from three, shoots nearly 90% at the free throw line. He has been a tremendous floor general for a Marquette team that ranks in the top 70 in terms of possessions per game, yet they only turn the ball over 11 times per game. Now, if there is something that Villanova does well, it's not beating themselves. They shoot over 80% the free throw line. Top three team in terms of free throw shooting percentage at all of college basketball. One of about 25 or so teams that turns the ball over fewer than 11 times per contest as well. So they do a nice job on that front. That said, you take a look at the last time these two teams met, and it was very interesting from a total's perspective. You may recall one of my DK Nation picks was the under in Marquette versus Villanova. And that was one of the most fortunate caches of the year because that game saw over 80 points scored in the first half and then 51 in the second half. The game became an almighty slog and it became a masonry event in the second half. They built their place up 
one break at a time. It was a tremendous play on the under. I don't think that you're going to be seeing a second half masonry event. You saw 80 points scored in the first half of that one, and Marquette is able to do a relatively solid job of cutting off the three-point arc. Villanova not doing any of that at all. I do like Marquette in this spot, despite the fact that you do have Cam Jones right now dealing with a little bit of an injury for Marquette. I'm going to be willing to lay the number. I set Marquette as a 10-point favorite, and I did set my total at 146, so also looking at the over. If we're looking at Big East play, we've also got another interesting one with 707-708 on the board. It is Seton Hall. They're hitting the road faceoff against St. John's. Red Storm are a point favorite with your total 143. This is a rematch of a game that we saw a little bit over a month ago, and in that affair, you saw Seton Hall be able to get the job done, 88-66. to I do think that St. John's is going to be able to fare a little bit better in this spot. You do have a St. John's team that has one of the top rebounders in all of college basketball, and Joel Soriano. He's been able to give the team 12.5 rebounds, right around 15 points per game, double-double machine, and he's going up against a Seton Hall team that has been able to do a relatively solid job on defense. In terms of points a lot on a per-possession basis, it is a Seton Hall team that ranks in the top 55 with that regard, but they are a team that... They've had some struggles on the road, to say the least. As a matter of fact, they give up 15.5 points more per one of possessions. When they are on the road, you've got two guys in Elamir Dawes, along with Kadari Richmond, that both shoot 40% from three, but as a whole, it's a Seton All team that they shoot about 32% from three. It is a Seton All bunch that first time around, they only turn the ball over 12 times per game, but this is a St. John's team that's one of the better teams in all of college basketball, generating turnovers. Seton All. They've been turning the ball over 14 and a half times per game. I do think that the combination of Posh Alexander along with Andre Cabrera going to be able to force some turnovers. Since St. John's as a result as a two-point favorite, won't delay the one. Set my total 146, so also going over. And that leads into our DK, or that leads into our pro tip for our number two. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You're able to sort these by show and by sport. And if you're looking to bet the Super Bowl and you're feeling a little bit weary about the spread, you know what? You might be able to maximize your value by taking a look at an exact prop. Something like Chiefs to be able to win by 1-5. to five. You're able to get north of 4-1 to one on that rather than just laying the points or taking a small amount of points. So it would get some plus money there, and we're going to be looking for some plus money on the college basketball board next here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.